This is Mentally Dope. Join us, Charmaine and Jasmine, two Black licensed therapists, as we build a bridge between mental health and Black culture. Come on. It's going to be dope. What's up, people? Hey. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're here again, Mentally Dope. I'm Jasmine. This is Charmaine. That's me. That's that's her. Um, How y'all doing? Good. I hope y'all doing good. We are going to talk to you a little bit today about Mr. Kendra Kumar. K-Dot. And his new album. Well, you know, his most recent album. We'll mm-hmm. say that. I don't know if it's new anymore. It's but. relevant. Right. And so we're going to be overviewing the song Father Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it gets deep, y'all. So come with us here on this journey. Like, <laughs> come with us. Come with us. Okay, so the overview, the thing that he's talking about is father of father time is I think he starts the song by saying I have daddy issues. Yeah, which is interesting, but he's essentially talking about like masculinity, um, things being passed down from his dad, things that he learned from his dad, um, and how that was possibly not the best thing or the healthiest thing, but also him learning good things from his dad mm-hmm. too, which is kind of like how to heal, how to work through some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna break it down for you a little bit. Yeah. Give you, yeah. So, like, one of the things I think that stood out to me um, was he literally was like giving examples of things that happened to him in his childhood, and the examples to me seemed like things that I had seen firsthand or that I had witnessed, whether it's um, with other people that I know or TV shows or movies, of just like different things that that dads or parents would do to their kids like for example he was talking about um that he couldn't come in the house unless he unless he like excelled at whatever it was he was learning outside so if they were practicing um like football Mm -hmm. or basketball or something like that he couldn't come in the house until until he got it right and mama would be like oh he's tired daddy would be like be quiet he's gonna (laughs) stay That ain't what he said. Yeah. But he's going to stay out there until he gets it right. Mm -hmm. And I understand that feeling of like, and then he said that as an adult, I don't lose well. And, and, and like being able to connect that translation of as a kid, if I lost or didn't get it right, not only could I not come in the house, hot and tired, I need water. Mm -hmm. Like I can't come in the house, but for two, I potentially got whoopings. Mm-hmm. For not getting it right, mm-hmm. so now in so now as an adult, I don't like the idea of losing. This right. does not this does not work well with me. This is not yeah. like a I can be second. No, this is the like a either you are gonna get it right or and sometimes this even translates into <laughs> like you know fights and stuff like that. Neighborhood fights. Don't you come across if if you lost? Right. How many of y'all have been through that? That that wasn't necessarily my experience, but I've heard many things that be like. If you're going to get into a fight, you're going to win. Yeah. You're not going to come back in this house if you don't win. Or you're going to try again. <sighs> right. Or Been there. <laughs> There's so many things, which I don't, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to empathize. I don't really see the point of that specific thing. I can see the point of some other things. Yeah. But to think about what the negative consequences are from that kind yeah. of um, expectation. Well, see, so, like, so, like that, so that brings up two sides because we see the potential route, which... Hi, if you guys have not met me or Jasmine, we blame everything on just, slavery. Just roll it on the bottom. It is. Roll it on the bottom. It all I was, starts with I slavery. I what you say. It's, it's not up for debate. Um, that you see parents who grew up in times where we were considered less than or like, you know, well, like, you know we had to fight and weakness was not an option. Mm-hmm. It was life-threatening to be black. 
Therefore, the way that we parent and raise our kids had to be different. It had to be um, tougher, maybe, mm-hmm. since we're talking about tough love. It had to be um, less warm and fuzzy and comforting. Yeah. And because, we didn't have the luxury of that. Because to us, that, that, like, that, that represents death. Love is going to get you killed. What was that? Didn't get what you're trying. Like, <laughs> love, like, like, we don't do stuff like that. You can't be soft and, like, you know, like, you know, let people push you around and stuff yeah. like that because life will do that enough. So I need you to learn how to handle that here mm-hmm. so that when it happens in life, you know how to handle it out there. Right. So let's talk about the concept of tough love. Yeah. Like, because I think that's what we have been talking about of just this parenting style that happens with. Lots of brown folks, but especially black people of tough love that I have to um, parent you in a way that's going to let you know that the world is not going to coddle you. It's going to be it's not going to be nice or sweet or kind to you. And there's purpose to that. Yeah. Right. I think the intention is good. Intention is good. Impact, maybe not so much. Right. Exactly. Those are two different things. Right. The intention is. I want to keep you alive. I want you to be here with me. Mm-hmm. I want you to lead a life that's successful and different from all of the other terrible things that I've seen. Therefore, I need to prepare you for what it's going to look like. Yeah. Right? Those are good intentions. Impact? The impact is something different. Yeah. And it, it creates wounds. It's very hard. Yeah. Because for one of the things, and I, one of the things that always is like near to me that bothers me is when we see like a self-soothing type um, thing that happens because because we are not coddled. What or, you mean by that? Or not taken. <laughs> what <laughs> so, you trying to say? So, um, so one of the examples that Kendrick Lamar says is he says, um, I learned at a, at a young age when I would fall and scrape my knee to, to take care of it myself. He says mm-hmm. that in like some like words, but he learned to take care of himself. Himself. I can't come in with a scraped knee and be like, "Mommy, here's a boo boo. Can you fix it?" Mm-hmm. Because you're gonna tell me to shut up, stop being, mm-hmm. stop, stop being weak, and it ain't yeah. even all that. So to go to go out there and fix it. The hard part about that is that where does my safety and my security then lie? And does it only lie into myself that even my parents, my caregivers, tell me, "Now come here with, with that little crying mess." Mm-hmm. Right. Whatever I can't you get have. what I need emotionally from them, or especially I'm not at to. a young age, because imagine, or I don't know if this happened, but like thinking about someone who's four or five years old, and then being told, "I don't care about you getting a boo boo. You better, you better get up there and, mm-hmm. and go out there and play." Or you know, parents would be like, "I don't care about them tears. Yeah, that'll do nothing for me." I'm four. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, side note, this is personal. Well, not not personal for me. I was getting my hair done one day, and um, like next, like not far from from where I was at, there was a barber who was doing hair, and um, the little it was it was a little boy, which was his son, and the little boy's mom was leaving. This little boy could not have been no more than like three, maybe four. I'm really gonna say like three, and the mom was leaving, and the little boy started started crying because his mother was leaving and his dad went off on him like I heard the dad like yelling at him and he was like stop crying like a little girl we don't cry like that about nobody leaving us and I was just like this baby mm-hmm. he's a baby shouldn't he be he's, sad he wants he... it's good for him to be attached to whoever yes. his parent is right should he not be sad that his mother's leaving him isn't that a thing that we're supposed to feel but no we're not supposed to feel that 
because that is weakness. Mm-hmm. And I don't need you to be weak. Right. And I, and I think it is the passing down of something like, I'm not able to do this. You also will not be able to do this. Yes. So we might as well teach you now. Yeah. We might as well get you prepared right now. Or what I, something that he said that I loved in the song, he said, I never learned how to be a man, so I passed it off as being a gangster. Do we not see that a lot? Mm-hmm. We see grown men who have never actually learned to be men, but they pass it off as being a thug. Mm-hmm. But again, how do we get this way, right? Like, it doesn't just happen overnight. It doesn't just like, whoop, there it is. Like, this is a genetic. I think sometimes people or maybe society wants us to believe there's a genetic thing happening in men that means they really just don't have feelings. They really just operate in a different way than other people and like women or anybody else. Right. Like there is something different about them that they don't need all of the things that everybody else needs. Yeah. They don't have the emotions we have. They don't have the skills. They don't worry about all that stuff. And we see that we see that in so many that, that right there alone is mm-hmm. so layered. And we take it as truth. Mm-hmm. I think that's also the thing. We take that as if, well, that's the case. Well, he's a man. He doesn't need that. But is that the case? Or have we just been taught or men have been socialized to not have to take responsibility for their emotions, learn about their emotions? They're not asked about their emotions, those kinds of things that prevent people from actually getting in touch with that stuff. Yeah. And and like that brings up a good point, too, of sometimes we do not have the language for it because we've never been taught. Mm-hmm. One of my joys, I guess, of being a therapist is like I have like a little like feeling wheel pillow um, and working with all of my clients, but but especially my black males, when I hand them the pillow and ask them to like find words that actually mm-hmm. identify how you're feeling. And to be honest, like almost every single one that I've worked with, they do not have words to attach what it is to their feelings. So it's not that so it's not that we don't feel this way, that we don't actually have feelings because we're human, but it's the fact that we do not know how to identify our feelings because we've never been taught. Right. And because People, society, parents, everybody actively prevents spending time teaching young men how to do that. And because most parents, parents do not know either. Mm-hmm. So I and, can't or teach there's you. This, you know, there's bias that like this little boy doesn't need the same as this little girl. Yeah. This little girl needs you to stop. This little girl needs you to take time with her feelings and talk about these things mm-hmm. where, the, where the boy does not. And that's not true. It's yeah. just an assumption, which is why things look the way they look now, right? Yeah. That's why, like, suicide rates are very high. Or, like, it's hard to be in a relationship with a lot of men who haven't done this work mm-hmm. because... They don't have vocabulary. They don't have a language for this stuff. Mm-hmm. And again, we're generalizing. That doesn't mean that's the case for everybody everywhere. But it is also a problem. Like, we need to start talking about it more. Yeah. And so if we're talking about the ways that men learn this kind of thing, it's modeling. They see with their parents. If you grew up in a, in a family or a black family specifically, it's literally said. Sometimes in so many words or in actions. Right. Of stop crying. I'm going to give you something to cry about. Mm -hmm. Right. You ain't got nothing to cry about. Mm -hmm. You ain't got nothing to complain about. Yes. You ain't paying no bills. You ain't doing nothing. Absolutely. Right. Which tells you from jump, your feelings are not important. They don't matter. Right. Which, again, I don't think that's what parents intend when they're saying these things. But there's messages that we get. Mm -hmm. Which goes back into intention versus impact. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, Which also is like society. Right. Mm -hmm. Like when something negative happens, I think. Kendrick in the song talks about his dad had to go to work the day after his 
grandmother, his dad's mom, passed away. Yeah. And he and said how, that he he said that crying wouldn't pay no bills. <laughs> Which is true. This is true. Yeah. But that also like everything goes back to slavery. Should we have a song? We just need a song. Like just to just to roll across the screen and just have the song in the background. It's like, no, like the reading rainbow, like reading Take rainbow. Take a look, it's in a book. <laughs> <laughs> reading rainbow, it all goes back to slavery. So, but so part of it is like, if you are, you don't have access to the power and the money, you got to take every opportunity to get the money. Yeah. Right? And so it does not matter if you got one leg, if you lost your mama, if the house is burnt down, you got to get up and go to work. Mm -hmm. You don't have time to deal with your emotions, and let it, alone your child. And it makes sense because I think that, so we, but we're also looking at two sides of like, so yes, we, we were taught that emotionally that we were different and that like, and that we handle things differently, but also being taught that we're less than. Um, as as black and brown individuals. So like when his daddy was like, forget everything else, go out there and get your money because that's the only thing that you can do to like pull you up a little bit is to at least have status or at least have mm -hmm. finances, which is, you know, hard because now I'm told that l let me put everything to the side and just work on success, which is why I can't come in the house until I figure this out mm -hmm. because... But that, I think that's kind of the problem that there's a lot of don'ts and not a lot of do's, yeah. right? We're teaching, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that. But then we don't know what to do because mm -hmm. we, all we know is we can't do these things. We can't express our emotions. We can't confide in people. We can't openly cry. But then now what? We can make money. We can make money. We can get up and go to work. Mm -hmm. We can have relationships or whatever. But, but like, can we have relationships? Because yes, he, he could, because like he says that too. He says he says that because he was not able to identify and feel love as a kid, it mm -hmm. make it, it made him hard for him to identify and feel love as an adult. Mm -hmm. Which is the same for so many individuals that as soon as someone tries to love you and you don't know what love feels like, this feels awkward. Like this is weird. You're making me feel really, really uncomfortable. I don't trust you. Well, that's Who what sent he said. you? Like he said, if somebody would attach to him, he would likely reject them. Yes, this, this literally. The lyric that he said which is pretty normal because nobody taught me what to do they just taught me what not to do mm -hmm. yeah mm. and, and and i think like like we see that not only in romantic relationships we see we see that in friendships we see that in like even like in work relationships. relationships and then it just trickles down again into now my parent like like you know now me as a parent doing that to my child that's the same way of like i can't show you love because I do not know how to show you love. Mm -hmm. I can't express love to you because yep. I don't know how to receive and express love to you. Exactly. And even like the hard thing is that that takes a lot of work because I've ran across individuals who were like, okay, well, I want to be the person who tells my child, I love you. But then like, just come to them like, I love you. But how? Yeah, yeah, that's weird. What does that look like? I've never done that. I've never had family to do that. Yeah. I, like, what do we, how we, how do we make that happen? Yeah. How do I all of a sudden do it for my kid and it's never, I've never done it. Yeah. Which is the thing that we keep saying, like, it's just annoying, but we keep saying it. Parents need to do their own work. Not parents, anybody. Doesn't matter. Not just parents. We're just saying parents because, you know, they have another generation of people to work on, but everybody need to do their everybody. own work. Because you can't teach somebody something that you never learned yourself, right? How you going to learn algebra or how you going to teach algebra? You never took an algebra class. You never learned it. How you going to teach you gonna your kids? How you going to win if you ain't white? <laughs> like Lauren told us, okay, how we going to make it happen. But this is the real deal because like we talk about all the time. 
we teach kids by modeling. Yeah. You cannot model um, how to be accountable to your feelings, how to even know what you're feeling if you don't know how to do that yourself. 100%. How can they learn if they don't see you doing it? Yeah. And as black people, we a lot of times we're not afforded that ability mm-hmm. to learn about our emotions. It is a luxury mm-hmm. to learn about our emotions. And and like you said, emotions, shouldn't be, but it is. Emotions are it's it's so it's it's so leveled because it's not only learning about them and figuring them out, but it's also feeling them. There's something so different. Like I said, there's to be taught how to feel your yes, emotions. Yes, it's a whole skill, y'all. That's literally all I do in therapy. Because you know that there's a difference in between. Literally, if I come to you and I'm just like, "Love you, Jasmine," <laughs> I, said, I said a word, and it was actually a feeling word. Versus me, like, actually, like, giving you that, that full emotion of, like, I really, really love you. Yeah. <laughs> Connection. All yes. of these things, right? But, like, but when you don't have that, that feels so uncomfortable. Even, like, you know, me, like, like you look in your eyes, like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Why, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. So, like, being able to identify. Which makes me think we need to talk about attachment, too. But, you know, we'll get there. Not yes. today, but we do need to talk about attachment. But I think that, like, he even sprinkled out a little bit with the whole, like, you know, scraping anything. Because he was saying, I'm not attached to my parents enough to go to them for my safety and security. I go to me. So, it's still, like, you know, there is levels. Sprinkle in just a little bit of attachment. Of just. Attachment starts at a very, very young age. Sometimes it even starts in the womb. At the beginning. So, yeah. yeah. So, so, so if you have a child that comes out and you're already on this whole, my child needs to learn how to self-soothe, you're, you're breaking this, this attachment bond really, really early. You're not you're doing your best at attachment. Like, there's more that can be done. Right? Because I think, especially in the black community, there's like, you can spoil a kid. You can pick him up too much. Your baby and that kid. Right? He's going to grow up and he's going to... I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things. So there's a lot of verbiage used. But, like, the baby's going to be a punk. Or, like, they're just not going to be able to do whatever they need to do because you're coddling them too much because the world looks the way that it looks yeah. right mm-hmm. and we're Which here to tell again, you intention <laughs> makes sense we don't want our child to go up we like understand. that but the impact of i want to teach my child exactly. that they cannot depend on me because i need them to depend on themselves mm-hmm. but healthy kids have healthy attachment and they are able to be independent, right? Yes. The healthier your attachment is, and I hope that I'm breaking that down enough, right? The better attached your kid is or that you are to your caregiver, the more independent you can be later in life. It actually yes. does the opposite of what we think it's going to 100%. do. hundred percent. Secure attachment does not mean that you're going to be the little kid in the corner crying every day. Mm-hmm. So but secure attachment does mean that you're going to be able to go out and have healthy relationships and know that you have an attachment that is healthy at home, right? That needs to be first and foremost so that you can create kids who can go out and like thrive in life. Yeah. Agreed. So (sighs) again, yeah. yeah. How do we know that unless we (laughs) figure it out or learn, you know? Yeah. So yeah, another video, um, another song from, from Kendrick Lamar that we absolutely love. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar for how much work and how much vulnerability that this took for him to make this album and to like drop these songs like this that were such deep dives into his life and into how much that he was going to. And so shout out to him. Yeah. And do you relate? Like, I feel like on some level we all can relate this. We're talking about men or men identified people, but on some level, I think we all mm. had an experience like this or close to this. Because that's just the way it is, right? Yeah. When we talk about how 
like trauma in a people can look like culture. Mm-hmm. This looks like black culture, but is it really our culture? Or is it just that we've all been traumatized in a very similar way? And so we can all kind of relate. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. People. Once again, trying to stay mentally dope. Trying. <laughs> Good luck out there, people. So, Do your own work, okay? Find your therapist. Yes. Find your tribe. Find your community. All those things. All of it. So, as always, like, subscribe, leave some comments, tell a friend, tell a friend, share with a friend. And we'll catch you guys next time. Mm -hmm. Stay mentally dope.